Having the threats on the outside like Alshon and Torrey, did you see the defense maybe playing a little differently than times last year and it opens up some things over the middle? I think I think you saw it a little bit. I think you'll see it even more going forward. Some things open up. Obviously, we missed a couple down the field. Um, to Tory, we just got to get on the same page. I got to hit him on, on those ones. But um, if nothing else, people saw that Tory can get behind the defense, you know, and it's going to open up some things, I think, even more going forward um, for guys like Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar in the slot, um, Darren Sproles underneath. You know, I think that's kind of the name of our game, and we just got to find the right uh, right balance of taking those shots and staying underneath. Chief Chief, that's how big of a challenge on day for you this week. Yeah, they're. They're solid. You know, the Chiefs defense is very solid. You know, they fly around, they make plays. Um, they don't mix it up too much because what they do, they're, they're really good at. You know, so um, it's going to really just come down to executing and um, just lining up. Uh, you know, they're going to have a pretty good sense of what we do, obviously, and uh, we, we feel we have a pretty good feel for, for their defense as well. It's just going to come down to making plays. Of course, I've already lost venue as well. Just took about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, obviously that's quite the Arrowhead Stadium. There's quite the atmosphere. I've heard nothing but great things. Obviously, their fans, I'm sure, will come out, come out rocking. We just got to be able to handle the noise and, and be, be on our P's and Q's in terms of our communication. That last year, having that experience playing in Seattle, yeah, Seattle and Kansas City, kind of go back and forth about who has yeah. the loudest, but. Talk about the experience you got with that and how that helps you in here too. Yeah, you know, playing in Seattle last year obviously helped helped a lot with dealing with the noise and and those you know the nonverbal communication and things. And um, I think right away it was like kind of like holy smokes, this is loud. But once you get into it, um, you kind of have a plan. And, and now that we've handled that before, we have a number of guys that are back. Um, I think that'll help us for this week. Carson Doug said you guys worked on more stuff under center this offseason. Just what does that give the offense? What, what are kind of the benefits of it? Yeah, I think it just makes us more complex, more uh, more versatile. Um, we're able to do a number of our running game, play action game, both from the gun and under center. Um, you know, I was under center a lot in college, so I've always felt comfortable um, playing under center. We can do some different things, some different run game things. So, um, again, it just makes us more more versatile, more complex. After week one, what do you take from your offense in terms of what you guys did, what you wanted to do, and apply that to game two? I think the biggest thing we learned is we, we can be dynamic, I think. Um, we definitely still left some plays on the field. The two turnovers are things that, that I personally and really all of us got to clean up. Um, so there's definitely some good, some bad. Um, our defense last game obviously played played outstanding and really um, kept us in that one. It was a good team win, but but we just got to just be sharp when, when those plays are there to be made. We got to make them. When there's so much familiarity between teams, like the coaches and some of these guys played for Coach Reed, Benny's over there now. Is that an advantage or a disadvantage? I think at the end of the day, it's all a wash. You know, obviously they know us, we know them. Um, so it's to some extent kind of just a wash, and like I said earlier, it's just going to really come down to players making plays. And um, you know, we're excited for it, though. We're excited for that matchup. It's quite a run for uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, <laughs> yeah. with uh, Miss America. Yeah. What did you think of that shout out? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Obviously, Cara, uh, I knew her a little bit in high school. Um, it's really cool for her. You know, it's really cool. I, I don't really follow Miss America too much, but obviously now uh, I've heard all about it, so that, that's pretty cool for, for Bismarck, for Century High School. Um, and my buddy was calling me the other night when she won. He's like, yeah, you're old news now in Bismarck, so uh, that's pretty cool. Were either of you voted most likely to something? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. That was too long ago. <laughs> but she said that you were an inspiration to her. Did you, did you see that? What'd I did you think see of that. that. I did see that. That's cool. You know, obviously um, we're very similar in age, but, you know, the, the idea of playing this game and, and having this platform, um, the hope is to be a role model and inspiration to, to kids. Obviously, it's a little different when we're close to the same age like that, but um, I think that's just the cool part of this game and showing that it can be done no matter where you come from, um, whatever it is that you're, you're pursuing in life. Of course, you talk about how much different you've got in one year 
Yeah, I mean he's he's very similar. He's very similar. The thing I love about Doug is he's always just composed. You know, whether it's a good play, a bad play, he's just on to the next. And we're, he's just, um, I think he does a great job calling plays and, and knowing when to mix it up. Um, tempo um, with huddle, no huddle, empty, you name it. Um, I think we've just really started to click even more, be on the same page going through camp. Um, and, and it's really exciting just to see where we keep going together. Um, but I've really been a fan of the way he's been calling, calling plays you, and calling do you, games. Do you now know sometimes what he's going to call before he calls it? Sometimes, you know, sometimes, or sometimes I'll run over there and say, you know, I'm thinking this, and, and he's usually pretty cool with that. So um, just that relationship we have has been nothing but positive, and I think it's just going to keep growing. In terms of the, scam, the scramble drill plays, you've spoken in the past, and so has Flip, about using your feet to get first downs. Yep. What's the thought process between planting your feet and throwing and, and, and tucking it away and running? Yeah, at the end of the day, like I, I always say, um, I feel I'm fairly fast, but not nearly as fast to get away from these guys. So I'm going to let the, the playmakers make their plays and, and try and keep my eyes down the field. Obviously, there's time and place for both. Um, are you going to be right every time? No. But um, like I said, I feel like there's always big plays to be made down the field when you can keep plays alive because it's hard to cover. It's hard for a secondary player to cover for that long. And, um, so I'm, we're going to try and make those plays when they're there, but tuck and run when, when the time is right. So is it the receivers that are open that compels you to throw, or is it – the space in front of you that it's a combo of both okay. it's definitely a combo of both and, and you have a sense of what your concepts were um, as you're dropping back so where guys are going to be and if they're going to be covered or not and, and again it's it's all predicated on instincts so sure. things just kind of take over on the touchdown to nelson it looked like you got hit did you see him catch the ball were you able to turn around in time or i did i got hit i got up right away because i knew it was about to be a big play so i did i just see it Carson, you've had some success, obviously, extending plays, but you've also, you know, taken some bits and gotten into some bad situations. Yep. Do you think you need to find more of a balance there, get rid of the ball? You know, you're always learning. You're always learning. Obviously, there's good and bad when you're in the pocket dropping back. There's good and bad when you're scrambling, making plays. Um, you got to just, you know, try to try to find the happy balance, like you said. But, but again, it's something that's a part of our game. Something that I think I bring to the table. The receivers do a tremendous job getting open uh, when things do break down. So. Um, we think at the end of the day, the pros will definitely outweigh the cons. And following up on a conversation from uh, last week, you said you don't want to force it in Alshon when the play's not there. Doug said the second play of the game this past week was designed for Alshon. What did you see there that made you tuck it in as opposed to, not, as opposed to throw it? Second play? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Norman, on yeah, Norman we just tried to double move on Josh, okay. and uh, he, he kind of had it, had it locked down, and um, that was just kind of the way the nature of, of that play. No, he, he made a good, he made a good read on it. Doug said that you slipped on the first deep throw to Tory. What happened there? Was it the turf? Is your, you know, what happened? No, I don't know. I think I was just a little, little over, overhyped. I don't know. My foot did slip just a tiny bit, but that had nothing. I honestly, I don't think it made that Thanks, big a difference. So, thanks, thanks guys. guys.